0: Hey, hey, everybody, welcome to the very first live edition on LinkedIn of the Culture Soup podcast, the Coaching Corner episode. If you recall, we go on the air every second Tuesday on the Culture Soup. It hasn't dropped yet. And the reason is because we're going live today on LinkedIn. It's pretty exciting I'm going to make sure that we got some folks in the room. I don't expect a ton of people today because it's our first time, but as I learned with the podcast, consistency and great content makes you grow an audience. So let's see who's here. If you're here, shout me out and I will say hello to you. Otherwise, I will start telling you about the show because we have jam-packed and a rundown for you, so you will know what to expect, and you will also know, you know, what to expect, right? So let's see here. I'm looking at myself, this is pretty cool, look. Can you see that? Yeah, live. All right, so, here's what you need to know. There's a hashtag that you need to use, and that is T-C-S-P, Coaching Corner. Hashtag T-C-S-P Coaching Corner. Use that hashtag when you're sharing this out and please be sure to share it out. If you're here, of course, live, use the hashtag LinkedIn Live in the comments. If you're going to join in the replay, because by the way, this is going to live in the stream for a while, you'll use hashtag replay. I'm just glad you're here and we have some great information for you today let me tell you about the rundown. I have a few things for you. First, just like we do on the Thursday show, we're gonna start off, instead of a culture soup moment, we're gonna have the soup. And the soup is going to um, refer to news that I find on LinkedIn that's popular that my community's been talking about to tee up the conversation. Then we'll do the 15-minute coach. Now, we'll do a couple of different things on the 15-minute coach. Either I will come with great insights and advice and questions to raise to make you think through or coach yourself through a topic or concept that we're covering, or I will bring on a client and we will do a laser coaching. And you know what? Coaching is very magical, I think, because it's a co-creative process where I walk alongside the client and the client tells me what their goal is. And if they don't know their goal... I provide clarity and we do this through probing and questions. And you know, my background as a journalist, as a public relations uh, professional, uh, you know, questioning is right down my alley, but this is a special kind of questioning and it accelerates you to your goals. So speed, clarity, accountability, coaching does all that. And I'm glad to bring that to you today. The next thing that we're going to do is called the deep dive. And sometimes the deep dive is going to be more talking where we go deeper into the, the concept or in the case of today, I bring on a guest and we actually look at a case of someone who's actually using the concept as we speak. And then finally, it's a wrap. We're going to put a bow on it. I'll tell you how to reach out to me. We'll sum up some of the big points from the day and then we'll be gone. So I'm hoping to spend about 20, 30 minutes with you each time that we're on. And, um, Why don't we just get started? It's time for the soup. This article, right here, the Cardi B article. Shout out to Michelle Zambrana from fleischman Millard for sharing this out just last week. And it got me to thinking. The headline says this. You know, women, if someone tells you to just be yourself, it could be dangerous. I think that's a little simplified right there's more to it than that but as we get into the article she talks about how in the workplace women and women of color are typically prone to microaggressions and other behaviors that marginalize them so if they dial up their most original and authentic self that they could get a backlash and you know what it's true but qualifiers people qualifiers Before we get to the qualifiers though, she goes one step further. She brings up Cardi B. Cardi B, love her. Even I know Bodak Yellow. You know, okay? But she talks about how her authentic self has catapulted her into stardom. Well, of course it has. It is entertainment. And in entertainment, spectacle rules the day. And Cardi B is a spectacle. How many of you could walk into your workplace and be a spectacle? (laughs) I wouldn't advise it, right? So listen, let's peel back the onion a bit on the soup. First thing you need to know, your passport to authenticity is performance excellence. That means that you have to be killing it every single time. If the job is big or small, You need to make sure that you are killing it. That's when people start to endure themselves to you and endear themselves to you. And they want to know more about you. That's when you can style flex. Shout out to my mentoring coach, Trudy Bourgeois. Style flexing is about dialing it up and dialing it back down. Not code switching. It's different. Code switching means that you go into a room where there may not be people like you and you Become somebody totally different to blend in. No style flexing. We don't do that. I mean, sorry, no code switching. We style flex, okay? So dial it up, dial it down. The other thing that you need to know that you need to know the room. So the more people know you, the more you can be more you because they're more accepting of you. If they don't know you, you don't have a basis yet. So you dial that thing down. We talked about authenticity to tee up the conversation on personal branding. Let's go deep. So authenticity really is core to the idea of personal brand, but I'm gonna debunk some myths about personal branding today because there are some of you out there in LinkedIn land that see the word personal brand and recoil. And there are a whole lot of reasons why. And it's not just about introversion and extroversion. Just to be frank with you, so that you know, on Myers-Briggs, I land right on the line of introversion and extroversion, which means at any point, I might shut all of this down, go get myself a burger and sit in a corner. And if you come and try to join me, I'm gonna dissuade you from doing that because I like to recharge my batteries alone. When I'm on, I'm giving it all. This isn't about introversion versus extroversion. This really is about people's misunderstanding about what personal branding is, especially in this digital age where people associate very closely personal branding with social media and quote unquote getting out there. Now you don't have to start your own LinkedIn live show. You don't have to have a podcast. In fact, I have a cheat sheet that I share with a lot of my clients and I've shared with many of you and that there are ways to get known and get socially active, like my friend, it's sheer Jones says on social without even creating a bit of content. But before we go there, what is a personal brand? Why is it so scary to some people? Let's dive in. Here's what it is. I've heard people say this and it's 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 shocking to me that personal branding is new. And this is the group that thinks that personal branding has everything to do with social media. And the fact is that social media is Social media helps you with brand awareness, but it does not help you with brand loyalty, okay? It is not new. Personal branding has been around since the first person decided to sell a product or service or themselves. I think about Madam C.J. Walker. Shout out to Alilia Bundles, who is the great-great-granddaughter of Madam C.J. Walker. If you know anything about Madam C.J. Walker, she was a precursor of Mary Kay. Only in hair care. She was the first female millionaire in the United States. Some would like to argue possibly the world. But Madam C.J. Walker knew that the experience that she provided to her clients and empowering them as salespeople and people who are business owners, that was the experience. That was the Madam C.J. Walker brand. Look. I spent time with the CMO of Mary Kay just a couple of weeks ago in Austin, Texas at the Texas women's conference. Shout out to Cheryl Atkins green. Hey, Cheryl, listen, we talked to some up and coming entrepreneurs at a breakfast that morning, and we debunked the whole idea of personal branding. And one thing that we did was we picked up Mary Kay Ash's book on people management. And you know, While it was published in the early nineties, it was all about personal branding, but this was before there was a LinkedIn, a social media, anything, Facebook, Twitter, and Mary Kay Ash, you better believe it. She was all about her personal brand and her brand in general. So it's not new. The next thing you need to understand is that brand is not your reputation. I've heard some pretty formidable people in business get this wrong. Today is the day that we level set. Your brand is not your reputation. Your reputation is what people say when you're not in the room. Your brand is your intentional experience that you put out there. Now your brand can definitely impact your reputation. And if you're doing this correctly, your brand will have a major impact on your reputation and it will balance it out. Hopefully there's not any bad things being said about you, but you know what? You can't control it. That's your reputation. You can control your brand and your brand can have an impact on your reputation. The next thing to know, you know what? It's not a look, it's not how you dress. This was surprising to me. I actually had somebody say to me when I was working at the big Fortune Nine, I was wearing a strawberry strawberry blonde curly afro and people saw me a lot because I was speaking and they came to know me with this afro. Well, I'm sitting with one of my mentees at the time and we're talking about hair because she was a naturalista too. We call them naturalistas. Okay. And she says to me, you know, gosh, you know, how do you keep your hair so pretty? And, you know, I said, you know, it's a lot of work, but I'm thinking about giving my tresses a rest. And I think that I'm going to go straight. I might even get some extensions. And she turns to me and she says, but that's your brand. (laughs) No, (laughs) my hair is not my brand. Now, if you think of a brand like a basket, okay, think of a brand like a basket, You can put things into the basket. You can take things out of the basket, but it's going to be based on your values, right? I, as a woman of style, I appreciate style. That's one of my values. Creativity, culture, style, beauty. These are all things that I value. So, of course, my look may amplify those values, but that look is not my brand. Just like... Starbucks logo is not the brand. When we first heard the word Starbucks, did we even know what it meant? When we saw the mermaid, did we even know what she meant? We didn't. In fact, some of you still don't know what the mermaid means, but you know what that experience is about and you associate that experience with the logo and it's everything that goes behind it. So the logo amplifies the brand. What else do we have here? Oh, it's not a speaking opportunity. Okay, can we can we stop this right now? <laughs> I've heard people say, well, you know what? You should take the speaking out because it's gonna be your brand. It's good for your brand. Yeah, it's good for your brand, especially if you are amplifying the talk, right? So you're supposed to be walking out your talk. Let's go to the next slide and let's see what personal brand really is, okay? personal brand. Again, I've been saying it. It's the experience and it's intentional. It's the things you put in the basket that you want people to experience about you. And you know what? Let's see. I'm hearing a ring and that's Shannon. So I'm going to answer and I'm going to put him on hold. So just hold on. Where'd he go? Here he is. Hey, Shannon, I'm going to mute you and stand you by, okay?
1: We're you almost got it.
0: there. All right, Shannon's here for our deep dive. And let me finish up with branding. It's an experience, of course. And you know what? It needs to be authentic to you. But one thing that you need to think about is what do you want people to feel when they come into contact with Actually, you, your products, products and services?
1: I'm going service. to my desk. I'm going to mute him. I'm going to hear him. Just remind. Me.
0: there we go. Okay. So
1: it, it that. should be
0: very much your experience and it should be very much authentic to you. And it should be what you want people to feel. And it should be based on your values. Okay. Your value proposition. That's the problem that you solve is core to your brand. I thrive at the intersection of tech culture and business. And that is true to my story. If you know anything about my story, technology is woven throughout, all the way back to when I was a little girl. My dad taught me how to code when I was 12. (laughs) I couldn't get away from it. Culture, you know, you know, my master's thesis was on African-American images and local television news. I was already in there, but I love sports. I love music, culture, that thing that makes your squad a squad. That's me and business of course. I've got an entrepreneurial spirit that will not go away. So that's the 15-minute um, coach for you, and we're about to do the deep dive.
1: Shannon? Shannon's here. And-
0: there you are let's see can you can you can you move over just a little bit on your your phone so we can see all of your face there we go everybody i want you to meet my friend and all disclosures he's also my client this is shannon lanier he's from the cw39 in houston say hey
1: hey everybody so great to be here with you guys hopefully i'll be able to Say some stuff that'll help you. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, he's just wrapped up the morning show. He's probably had a couple morning meetings, and he is taking some time there at the station to talk to us. I wanted you to meet Shannon, because Shannon is a case study in personal branding. You may know him as the anchor, and some of you up in New York may recognize him from being on the air there, but Shannon is also a lot more than that. Shannon, you want to tell us about Daddy Duty 365
1: Oh sure well I am a dad first of all I have three little ones Madison, McKenzie, and Carter 8, 6 and 3 years old and they are pretty much my life everything I have yeah. to do is with them for them. it's a lot of fun so I thought there's so many negative things about fathers out right now I need to make sure that we have a platform for dads who are doing what they're supposed to do 365 days a year so I created Daddy Duty 365 and Daddy Three Daddy Duty 365 is an Instagram page. It's also a podcast now. Yeah. This is the yeah. announcement. Been the announcement. podcast Daddy 365 is live starting today, everybody. Um yay. Welcome. thank you. It's it's been a long journey, it's been a long road, and I have amazing people that are helping me make it all happen. But um, basically what the podcast is, it's a opportunity for celebrity dads to talk about everything dad-related, the good, the bad, and the funny of being a father 365 days of the year. So you'll hear your favorite celebrities, some of the people that have signed on, believe it or not, Master P. Ooh, his interview X is up. I just posted an excerpt from his interview. Uh, Chris Pratt, I just posted an, expert, an excerpt from his interview. And I had one of the last interviews with comedian and actor – John Witherspoon, before he passed oh, away. Wow. And I just posted an excerpt from his interview on Daddy Duty 365. The official launch won't be until January the 14th, but until then, so many people were hungry for it, and I'm getting so many interviews. I wanted to start posting stuff. So that's why I started uh, posting excerpts of everyone's interviews. Uh, and Master P, you won't believe the unexpected pastime that he loves doing with his kids. I was like, wait, Master P? Really? That's what you like? <laughs> you won't believe that one. Chris Pratt, who is the big, strong superhero, yeah. superhero, actor, superstar, he's actually afraid of the same thing my three-year-old is. And what but is you that? We have to listen? Have you to listen?
0: listen. Boy, okay. yeah. Look, y'all, in TV, we call that a tease, right. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. It's available wherever podcasts are available, so you can check it out there. Um, iTunes is not up yet. That'll be up next week, so hopefully really soon, hopefully sooner. But all the other platforms, Spotify and everything else, and uh, Anchor and Google and all that stuff, so you can listen to it. But you can just easily go to daddyduty365.com, again, daddyduty365.com, for more information and to actually hear some of those excerpts from the upcoming podcast. Uh, January 14th is when it officially launches, where the full-length interviews will be, so go check it out. You'll love to hear from your favorite stars about some of the hilarious things and helpful things they have to say.
0: Well, you know what? And this is great. You've given us the the top line, but I want to go deep, because you and I were at NABJ in Miami, and I'm sitting there with a client um, from the Weather Mm -hmm. Channel, and she's an executive, and she's planning these things, and and she was a little bit concerned about putting her personal brand out there. And you happened to walk by, and I said, You know what, Cash, you need to meet Shannon. And here's why yep. Shannon has Daddy Duty 365. But you explained some things about why it's important to do more than just anchor or show more of what you do than just anchor. You wanna talk about that?
1: Well, you know, especially in this day and age where one day you have a job and the next day you don't, you need something that's going to go beyond what people normally see you doing. And a lot of times right now uh, in branding, especially organic opportunities are what everyone's interested in. They want to know what's organic about your life. What do you love doing? Like if you're a taxi driver, but you want to have a, a home improvement show, they're going to be like, well, is that really organic to your life and what you do? Mm-hmm. That organic things to me, is being a father because regardless of what else I'm doing in life, I'm always going to be a father. So that's one of those lifelong brands that you can uh, do after this job while I'm doing this job. And it kind of has a longevity to it, have a a lifespan to it. So that's when I say organic. What is organic to you that you're always being able to do because that is your life. That's who you are. If you own a construction company, then yes, a home improvement show would probably be very organic for you. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily the construction job, but it is a construction job on television. So it's a right. spinoff. I try, try to tell people maybe not do a total 180 from what you're familiar with because it's going to be a lot harder for you to do. Try to do something that you're familiar with. And the easiest thing I would say is when people are trying to figure out what that is, what do you wake up thinking about every day? What yes. do you go to bed about every day and if you never got paid a dime for it yes what are you doing and that's how you know you're supposed to be doing what you're doing and it's also something that a lot of people have to start while they have a job yes i have a job here at cw39 i'm in the studio now this is what our studio looks like without all the lights and everything yeah on but screen hey that's
0: a nice set in the back looks like a living room
1: yeah i think <laughs> they spent a lot of I bet they but do. uh so- <laughs> so, you know, because I'm in television and because I, you know, love talking, that I felt like a podcast was the perfect platform to make it a spinoff of what I'm doing. Yes, it's still within the realm of what I do mm-hmm. because it's entertaining, it's talking, but it's with an organic twist because I'm also the father. And so that's what I just encourage people try to find something that's organic to you that can hopefully one day bring money. But if it doesn't, does it still fulfill you? And that's, I think, right. sometimes what it's, many people want money, 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 money. Trust me, I want money too. Sponsors go to Daddy <laughs> yes. do 365 It's five, business, um, baby. <laughs> but, hello. but, you know, it's also about fulfillment because, yeah, you know, I have a job who, that pays the bills currently, you know, but I also want to be able to help people. I want to be able right. to give back. I want to be able to spend time with my kids. I want to be able to do all those things. And this allows me to do that.
0: That's awesome. Now, you know what? You spoke to sustainability and the connection to the organic and authentic nature of it. This goes back to your values because you have a whole story that goes beyond anchoring and even being a dad. You're like the sixth great grandson of Thomas Jefferson, the president, and the slave Sally Hemming. And there's a whole diversity story there, but this thing about parenting and being active is tied into that too, right?
1: Yeah, I come I come from one of the most famous families in the country, so family <laughs> just a little. I have become a, a family advocate, and you know, so it's all about family for me, coming from that family. But I'm the sixth great grandson of Thomas Jefferson and his slave Sally Hemings, and it's through that story and through that journey that I have, you know, become even closer with my family and helping other families discover who they are and where they come from. Because I believe, you know, there's so much that could help people and finding out where they come from, where their family comes from, even just simple things like diseases that may exist and be systemic within their family. You find out where you come from and who else is in your family. You may be able to find out that so-and-so had this disease and so-and-so suffered from this. So maybe you should get checked early because it could be, you know, hereditary in your family. Right. So those are just some of the little things that, you know, I've oh. always been, uh, a strong believer in family and the importance of family but that just drives it home and gives me that wider platform to be able to talk about other families and my family i still tour around the country sometimes my co-author jane feldman who uh, basically had the initial concept for the book and said let's tour around the country and meet your family and so we i said okay and so she uh, and i went around the country interviewing you know four generations of descendants from thomas jefferson both through his wife martha's side of the family and through his slaves telling him side of the family and really brought all of those stories together in a book that she also photographed very beautifully and it's called jefferson's children the story of an american family
0: that is amazing everybody you've got to follow shannon lanier on instagram he's mr yeah. shannon lanier and he's also at daddy duty 365 and that's where you started things right on instagram
1: Yeah, I started things on Instagram just to see if people were going to like some of the content, because there's just so much cute content out there with dads doing stuff with their kids. Uh, And then people always, they wanted more. They said, do more, let's do more. Actually, one of the biggest uh, viral videos that I've ever had was with my son, because he wanted to dress up as Black Panther for uh, Halloween. And so I said, okay, well, then I'll be a Killmonger. And I went through this whole transformation process. (laughs) And uh, TikTok picked it up, and I got over a million views on that wow. of me transforming wow. in, wow. into Killmonger. And uh, and I actually I wasn't really familiar with TikTok. I had like five followers. After that video, I have now like over five thousand something followers. Oh, in like awesome. one week. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was just this past Halloween. Y'all so don't sleep on TikTok.
0: Out. Don't don't sleep on
1: right? it. I was like, <laughs> they say platform. I know there's a lot of millennials now, but you know, mama and uh, grandma and auntie always come after the kids pick it up. Yeah. So right now they say it's the hottest new app that's out there for social media.
0: Well, you know what, this is, this is important so that people know it. You don't have to go way outside of your boundaries to do things that you're passionate about. And because they're authentic to you, they take off naturally. If you are trying to do something outside of yourself, It's not sustainable because you always have to go reaching for other people and other entities to make it happen. Here you are, a dad, just being a dad, and you decided to turn on a camera phone.
1: Yeah, and that's, uh, I think, what people really they like, they like the rawness. They like the authenticity of it. And they like to see people in their element, whatever that is, whether that's, you know, doing a cooking show and they're in the kitchen, making up recipes and, you know, their families around them and they're showing the real life. You know, I think, uh, you know, 10, five, 10 years ago, people, wanted to see the clean the polished, make it look like they're on television and everything right. they broadcast nowadays they want to see the real deal they want to see the real, real nitty-gritty really like what you're really like when all the suits come off when the makeup comes off who am i and that's yeah. what they want to see uh, you know i try to reveal that and give people a glimpse into the life of being a dad it's not always glamorous and pretty you know, sometimes you got to go through a lot. I was just telling my coworkers last night, I don't know how many kids were sleeping in my bed, but I know <laughs> I got kicked in the head. I know somebody was sleeping on my feet and somebody was sleeping on my head. And I'm like, look, y'all need to get up off me, go to your room. Yeah. I was like, "I told my wife, we need to start locking the door because there's right. too many kids in our bed. And every time of morning comes along, they all start off in their bed by the morning. They're in our bed. Yes. So- <laughs> and see, you have to be a husband too. And that's all we'll say about that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I just need to get some sleep sometimes. So I yeah. wake up at 3 o'clock and I need to get some sleep. Well, Shannon, yeah.
0: <laughs> I appreciate you coming on this inaugural episode of LinkedIn Live, The Coaching Corner. Thanks for having Thanks for coming on. <laughs>
1: I said congratulations to you you. this is a huge milestone I know you're very successful on other platforms so why not LinkedIn too go ahead and add it to the (laughs) to the bank thank you I appreciate it Shannon I'll see you later okay bye everybody I'll see you on social media and at daddy duty 365 yes bye bye All right. camera turn you know what
0: I'm going to take a minute and look at who's shouting me out in the comments, because I see some people have shown up, and I want to make sure, yeah, look, I'm over 40, so.
1: <laughs>
0: Eva, Soka Mom, hey Eva, thanks for coming on, uh, Marlene Legron, my ATT family, it's good to see you too, let's see, who else, Larice, Larice, Larice used to work at Flowers Communications Group, and now she's a mommy, so happy for you. Congratulations, David Purdy, also um, from, let's see, um, used to be with AT&T. Good to see you. Tanita Ballard. So let's close out. And if you want to stay in touch with me, follow me here on LinkedIn. Or you can also find me on Instagram, at LMichelleSpeaks, On Twitter, at LMichelleSpeaks, um, And then on Facebook, at Elle Official and then theculturesoup.com uh, for the show, and we have some handles there. Listen, the Thursday show will air. Make sure that you listen for it, and that's all I got for you. I appreciate you showing up. Hopefully the audio resolved itself,
1: and... The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of No-Fast Communication, LLC.
0: The Culture Soup Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC.